Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Thursday, February 29th. Unholy Jesus Wars. Today's scripture reading is found John chapter 14, verses 1 through 9, from the voice translation again, modified just a wee bit. Jesus says, Don't get lost in despair. Believe in God and keep believing in me. My Father's home is designed to accommodate all of you. If there were not room for everyone, I would have told you that. I'm going to make arrangements for your arrival. I will be there to greet you personally and welcome you home, where we will be together. You know where I am going and how to get there. Thomas interjects, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the path? It was Jesus replies, I am the path, the true one, the living one. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you know the Father. Rest assured now, you know him and have seen him. To which Philip says, Lord, all I'm asking is that you show us the Father. I have lived with you all this time, Jesus says to Philip, and you still don't know who I am? If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. How can you keep asking to see the Father? This is God's word. It must be understood that these words, I am the way, the truth, and the life, were not pronounced within the context of Muslim, Christian, Jewish, Hindu, Buddhist, and other types of modern religious polemical settings. Instead, all the main polemical settings of the time and space were intra-Israelite. All of them claimed that their way was the way to God. Judean authorities, since they were playing the central role in opposing Jesus, were naturally the main focus. Jesus declared to Thomas that they were wrong. Okay, I really, really, really try to stay balanced. Really. I previously quoted reading the Gospel of John through Palestinian eyes by Johanna Katanako, and today I'm quoting Eli Lezorkin Eisenberg from his book, The Jewish Gospel of John, Discovering Jesus, King of All Israel. So helpful. So helpful to be reminded to anchor in their context before leaping to our own. In this case, to anchor in Jesus' polemical setting, rather than jumping to the assumptions of our own time and place, our own issues. For Jesus, this meant his way, the way of the easy yoke and light burden, contrasted with the constricting and restricting way of the Pharisees, which he called out as the way of surfacy religious play-acting, a.k.a. hypocrisy, that amounted to whited tombs filled with rotting corpses and decaying flesh, and contrasted with the way of the political opportunists among the Sadducees and the Herodians, or the way of violent political upheaval and war in the way of the Zealots, or in the way of seclusion and withdrawal from it all among the Essenes out in their walled-off desert enclaves. Each of these are opposing intra-Israelite ways to get through the present crisis to salvation and future glory. 
I'm thinking we'd rather limit ourselves to the more theoretical and theological and philosophical debate of Muslim, Christian, Jewish, Hindu, Buddhist context, rather than delve into Jesus' actual setting with its pertinent practical parallels to our own. In the midst of all these conflicting ways, Anuchi haderech, says Jesus. Such a grand, wide-sweeping, far-reaching pronouncement is this, encompassing the IMAXed prophetic vision of Isaiah, who saw such healing, such repair. The eyes of the blind will be opened. The ears of the deaf will be clear. The lame will leap like excited deer. They will run and jump tirelessly and gracefully. The stutterer, the stammerer, and the tongue of the mute will sing out loud and clear and joyful song. Waters will pour through the desert, streams will flow in God-forsaken lands, burning sands and hardened wastelands will become pools shimmering with life. The thirsty ground will drink deep from refreshing springs, abandoned villages where predators once lurked will become grassy playgrounds, dry and arid land will turn lush and green. Here is found the highway, the Dadach, where all are welcome and where no dimwit will get lost. And we reduce such an expansive royal highway to a parochial country lane, to which we presume to own the exclusive rights. Methinks we're back to Jesus' cultural polemic with a contrasted way of the Pharisees, or worse than a parochial country lane, yet another bloody lane where the bodies are piled high with corpses from our unholy Jesus wars, historically waged even over debates as to the correct way to describe how the human and the divine were interrelated within the person of Jesus, which is essentially how we spent the first three centuries of the Common Era, forgetting that it's not the correct way of describing how the human and the divine interrelated within the person of Jesus, but that, in fact, they did and do interrelate in him, and that because of him, so they do in us, as he is the firstborn among many brothers, as he became like us so that we might become like him. Now we're talking destination, and the dadach, the highway leading to it, transcends all parochial, religious, ethnic, or nationalistic roadblocks and checkpoints that would attempt to restrict or regulate or control the flow on this highway that tends to appear in the most unexpected places. No, the one who said, Anochi Kaderech, is owned by no one and yet belongs to everyone. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder. As we saw last week when contemplating Jesus as the door, how often do you tend to see Jesus as the way or road or path, primarily in restrictive terms of who's not in, rather than in ever-expanding inclusive terms of all who are actually found on it. How do we move from a human who qualifies or who goes there to a divine whosoever will lens? Such healing, 
such repair. The eyes of the blind will be opened, the ears of the deaf will be clear, the lame will leap like a deer, excited. They will run and jump tirelessly and gracefully. The stutterer, the stammerer, and the tongue of the mute will sing out loud and clear in joyful song. Waters will pour through the desert, streams will flow in God-forsaken lands, burning sands and hardened wastelands will become pools, shimmering with life. The thirsty ground will drink deep from refreshing springs. Abandoned villages where predators once lurked will become grassy playgrounds. Dry, arid land will turn lush and green. Lord, lead me in this way. Through your mercies.